people think that the major thing that they need to do is the major thing. Like I got to get the funnel together in the email sequence campaign. And that is not the thing that's going to change your life. It's these little hacks. Um, I want to hear an example of like a small tweak that made all the difference for you. I don't know how small of a tweak it is, but the tweak that is making all the difference for me this year is recognizing that I'm the problem. Yeah. Oh, let that let that let that sit on the room for a second. A lot, man. First, it was just great to spend two full days with our team, about twelve hours each day. You know, it's hard to pin me down more than an hour. Yeah. I stayed the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, just learning how to lead better, learning what people are actually working on, because I got a tendency, like, yo, what, like, get more done, and have no clue how much they're actually working on. Yeah. Um. And that almost made me not feel like rushing into the office, Donnie, honestly, because I'm like, yo, if you do that once a quarter and they're all on the same page, they're mm-hmm. on fire right now. Mm. I still won't probably do the office. But, I mean, they're like, that team retreat, you got to do that twice a year or quarterly. And yeah. I think it makes a huge difference. I think the office is still ne- necessary yeah. because imagine – compounding and maximizing those results like if yeah. you could do that on a weekly basis yep. daily mm. daily basis but even with <clears throat> the office i think retreats are very important yeah. i learned that kind of from the mlm industry like you have your weekly meetings and your daily meetings and mixers that you do and it keeps you kind of in the game and growing but everybody looks forward to those retreats that happen, especially if you put some type of an incentive on it like this goal or this metric is what we're looking to hit in order to do the Tulum retreat or the Costa Rica retreat and everybody's productivity just shoots up. And we just did it at the uh, new place we just picked up. So it's even better. So I'm doing all my masterminds at my own spot now. Where's this at? This is the new house we talked about. Okay. Yeah, so it's in Buckhead. So. Oh, so it's Neil a deal. A mansion. Okay. Well, I know. You, yeah. I didn't know that you closed. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Two you closed. Ago. All right. And you've already oh, we cracked already, it open. It's up. At Circle CEO Mastermind there. I had a retreat there. Uh, that's where we filmed the podcast. Sorry, people, we got to leave the studio. Where we going? It's all good. I ain't mad. The, I, you should. Uh, to the, to the, you'll be there tomorrow. Um, but Is yeah. it tomorrow? Yes. He's going out of town. I thought he was going to be here. No, we talked about this already. Man. No, we didn't. You said, yo, can we record <laughs> the podcast tomorrow? I said, yeah. We're going to do it, do it at the new spot, though, bro. You got to get the whole experience. All mm-hmm. right, well, let's do it next week. I'll be in town next week. Come on, man. You had me Let's do it next schedule, week. Bro. I, but, I, but you didn't tell me it was at your space. It's 10 minutes from here, bro. I know. What's the uh, difference, Shans? Right. You got to mentally prepare to go to a different space. Well, I didn't know right. where it was at, honestly. But does my, it matter? My, my driver will pick you up with you here. And life flag. Hey, life flag. Life, life flag. Is it the drive that oh, inconveniences yeah, you? My people will pick you up. No, I, yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, yeah, so we'll do it. Oh, now that there's a driver involved. I'm not. He's trying to eat the I'm not going to park my car getting. No, I'm not doing it. I'll drive there. I'll be there. It's all good. Yo, real quick. All of your team, they're where? Different states, right? Yep. Did you fly them in? Yeah. Mm. Did you pay for that? Pay for everything. It's been a dime. Mm. Pay for everything. Pay for their flights. Chef? Chef, everything. Striker? No, I didn't go striker. I, <laughs> I go striker when I got to go crazy. Okay. I went somebody else. I went the guy we Hold used on, that so day you, for the so summit. So you don't go crazy for the you team? Don't go to, yes, No, the team. I go crazy for the team, but when you oh. go striker... He cracking you in your head. Strike so crazy. <laughs> you going I called him one day. He said, "I think he was doing doing something." First for you. of all, I got a bone to pick with you. Oh, Leo. let's talk about that. Oh, I got a bone to pick with. What you. What did I do? All right, so you guys, 
we have a we have a few chefs that we circulate through our network, and I choose to work with Chef Stryker to do my mom's birthday brunch, right? Or it was a birthday dinner, and my mom and I live in the same condo building. Stryker arrives, he's calling me, and I say, "Hey, go!" I, I, he, he's texting, and I said, "Hey, just go to my mom's unit. I'm still getting dressed. I'll be there momentarily." Well, he has an issue with parking, and so I'm calling him to make sure he's good because it's been a minute since I heard from him, and he's answering the phone. He's frazzled. Hey, yeah, I'm parking now. I'll be up in just a second. Will there be a cart to get my things? Like, he's really kind of, like, frazzled and, and worked up. He gets upstairs. I open the door to my mom's spot. It's a vibe. She's got her music, her old school R&B playing. I can smell the smells coming. Stryker's cooking it up. I walk in the house, and I say, I'm home yeah. and Stryker freezes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, how are you? Stryker, we know each other. We've done this before. What have we done? Hey, how are you? Um, we're going to have everything laid out. I'm just getting everything prepared and blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, okay, that energy is weird. So we're just <laughs> so moving. Do with this? He's moved. We're moving throughout the day. An hour or so goes by and Stryker's working. He hustling. He's sweating. And I'm like, Stryker, let me help you. Like guests haven't arrived yet. Let me help you get everything laid out. No, 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 no. Don't touch anything. I got it. This is your experience. Enjoy it. Stryker, damn. Let me help you. It's foil. <laughs> He says to me later that day, Donnie, this is not the experience I thought I would have here. In fact, I was dreading this job today mm -hmm. because Neo called me and he said, you're doing a job for Donnie today, right? Oh, you better be on your P's and Q's. Donnie don't play. She's going to let you know if she doesn't like something. She's uh, tough. Yes. She's hard on people. Like, yes. make sure you dot all I's and cross all T's. You had Stryker <laughs> so scared to come and work with me. And yeah. it ended up being that uh, dinner was being served at three. Stryker arrived at one. Stryker did not leave until after midnight. Dang. He hung out all day with me, my mom, and my family because he said this felt like family for him. It felt like being around family that he misses and all that. He, fe he said this was hands down the best environment mm. that he'd been in on a job. And he's yeah. like, I'm going to tell Neo, Better than get my out of my head. Oh, we made him feel like family. Right. Striker, I, I, I said, too. Striker, pour up. Yeah. By the end of the night, he drinking Hennessy with my uncle. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no drinking on a job with me. He was off the clock. He yeah. was off the clock. And I just, I just wanted him to enjoy himself. And, uh, but you had Striker so fearful. And it brought me to think about what y'all be in these streets telling people and yeah. why everybody thinks I'm so mean or so difficult. I know why people who affiliate with David think so, yeah. because in our relationship, I'm the bad guy. Yeah. If there's somebody to be fired, if there's somebody to be You're disciplined, the guy, if there's a hard conversation, I have to have it. So everybody mm -hmm. in our circle thinks, Oh, I, I would rather talk to Dave. I bet you would. Yeah, yeah. Y'all don't know that Dave is behind the scenes pulling the strings. I'm right. just his puppet out there executing. Right. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, like, I mean, it's kind of out of my hands. Donnie, she's, <laughs> you know, Donnie. I don't, I ain't nothing I can do about it. You know I mean? I, I'll say this though. What I do is, like, I just like to give people a disclaimer. Like, whoever, when you're working with some of my friends, I like to just let you know how they are. Yeah. So, you know, don't come, you can't go there late. It's going to no, be a problem. It would have been. When yeah. you get Marcus, Alex, I'm like, listen to me. They will be the best clients you ever get. Do not mess it up. If you lock them in, they will stay forever. Mm -hmm. I give everybody that. So now they know, oh, let me not fool with these. So what are you two. talking about me? 
Because Striker came to the Caribbean. I don't even, you too cheap, so you ain't going, I won't send these stuff. <laughs> yeah. We don't refer the same yeah, people I to I work with Striker. Yeah. You I had mean? to give you uh, somebody else on the scale. I work with Striker. How many people did Striker cook for, for you? It was like four of us. <laughs> How was the dinner? You had the lamb chops? First of all, we had lamb chops. We had the the cracked open sliced Alaskan king crab legs that was like this big. Ooh, you snapped. I asked him to, oh, first of all, my budget is different than yours. Mm. So we did the lamb chops. We did the not how much you make, guys. Alaskan king crab. We did the <laughs> crab cake with a mm. special request not to use any mayonnaise. He did a short rib. Mm. He did his string beans, his greens. Hey. He did Family his mashed potatoes, it. his corn. How he did his dessert. There? there were 11 of us. And mm. Donnie particular about food. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I sent him pictures of everything. This is, I need it to look just like this. Dang. I took King the pictures from his page. This is the, I mean, the juicy Jeez. succulent. He made us a fresh cucumber lemonade mm. striker offered me when i got there he i was hot my mom's place was hot she never has the air on she she lives up in the sun and i was like god it's hot so he pushed this cup of water in my face striker where'd that water come from <laughs> <laughs> oh no 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 neo already told me <laughs> it came from a bottle okay yeah. i need to see said bottle yeah yeah but it was a good time striker mm. did an amazing job. Stride, shout out to uh, Striker Eats, I think, yeah, on yeah, Instagram. You're a crazy plug. Yeah. You always equity on this plug, my guy. Absolutely. <laughs> sure. Absolutely. Yo, real quick, I want to get back to like your um, your retreat. Yeah. And can we give Andrew a mic? Because I want to hear his perspective. Of... Oh, gosh. No, I'm sure it'd be good. It'd be good, right? Oh, I, I would assume you so. You hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I know so. I, all right. Andrew, I've really like, been don't improving get arrogant, across brother. the boards. So if somebody tell me I ain't improving, I'm really improving. Uh, so okay. let's, let, let's, let's hear. What we be able to see with this Adrian, right? While right, we're cool. doing that, I just have to admire how Neo is like matchy matchy today. He's fresh. Head to toe. Fresh. He got on the black owned brand up top, Burberry at the bottom. Mm, go crazy. He combed his hair today. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. he, you really combed your hair. Because yeah. Neo just, be, <laughs> he this be fingering his most, hair like he just frazzles it. You know what I mean? sideline is roast. Neo got everything going for it. The jeans fitting. Yeah, you're doing you doing something. see the Prezi. I see the Prezi. Go crazy. Yeah, yeah. How do you feel? Sound like. People- Question for you. Why do you want to learn a new language? Like, where would you use it? And how would it come in handy? Think about this, right? Listen, you always wanted to learn a new language. Well, let me introduce you to Rosetta Stone. It is the most trusted language learning program, and it's available on desktop or as an app. And it truly immerses you in the language that you really, really want to learn. Listen, I am looking to really dive deep into Rosetta Stone this year. I tried it. It's really, really fun because I always wanted to be able to reach a broader audience with my business. So we about to learn this Spanish. Espanol, baby. Listen, Rosetta Stone has been the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 different languages offered. So if you want to learn Spanish or French, Italian, German, Korean, Japanese, Dutch, Polish, 25 different languages offered. Also, um, it's fast language acquisition. So Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways. For one, there's no English translations. So you really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. It's a very intuitive process, meaning you pick up the language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. And it's designed for long-term retention. Also, speech recognition. 
The built-in True Accent feature gives you feedback on your pronunciation. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's also convenient. Like I said, you can use it on desktop or app um, with audio companion and ability to download lessons offline. And it's an amazing value. You will get a lifetime membership for all 25 languages, for any and all trips and language needs in your life. Lifetime access, all 25 languages, for 50% off, Rosetta Stone is offering you a steal of a deal. Listen up, y'all. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Social Proof Podcast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com forward slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com forward slash today. Do it today. Look, black representation in media means the world to me. I remember watching Arsenio Hall and Montel Williams and Oprah Winfrey. I remember seeing these black voices and I thought, you know what? I want to control a room like that. The next generation, however, of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Schmurter to The Wire, Michelle Obama, the reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Listen, black representation is important. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center black voices. It's NPR Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices uh, as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR wherever you get podcasts. People started attacking me based on that post you made. That's good. They need to. I all I said was we need to do another post use like the Minnesota post. Yo, we gotta find, we gotta start pulling them type clips. That went crazy. Which one? What you mean? We talked about uh, that one semi-viral. Like, yo, you live in Minnesota. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they were going ham on you yeah, for that. People yeah. were. I didn't know so many nah, people lived but, in Minnesota. Me, right? Yeah, or but, there, but there were some people that's like, yo, I moved from Cleveland. He's right. Like, He's right. Yeah, that Sabrina, was get up par. Somebody. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a lot of people moving. Yeah. Yeah. Neil, what's the best thing that's happening for you as a CEO right now? Developing as a leader. I'm really putting some emphasis on it. It's like I lost somebody in my company, and she was running the whole company. She was doing an amazing job. And I didn't really see that. So when when you get that hole in the now I'm doing meetings. Y'all know I hate meetings. Mm-hmm. I don't want to meet about nothing. Mm-hmm. But now I'm really being conscious of everything. We got all these different departments, and just thinking another three to six months, it'll be like 
So you were motivated to become a better leader by losing somebody because you weren't the best leader you could be? Yeah. Yeah. So now that you're becoming a better leader, have you called her and said, come back, please? I have not yet. Do you intend to? Probably not. Did they want too much money? No, the money. I was giving her like a buck fifty, buck sixty. Why she leave? I'll be paying people right. Though. I remember you telling me about her. Why did she end up leaving? I think because leadership. I think. I think she was really running Mark running the company. Um, but I just wasn't active like I should be. I'm just running stuff like ah, just. I was just a marketer in the company when I got to be the CEO. Yeah. But now I'm like being the CEO of the company. Mm. I'm still a marketer. I, I want to really do what I do. So we're just hiring more people to fill these executive leadership roles. Gotcha. So I can focus on my best, you know, that the things that I'm actually good at. Mm-hmm. I love it. Drew, from your experience from the retreat. Um, the retreat was very much needed, mm-hmm. um, especially, uh, I'm not going to lie, Neil as a leader beforehand. Terrible. It was it was rough, yeah. right? There was no communication. There was <laughs> he's getting better. <laughs> nah, there, this is being me being truthful. Yeah. There was no communication on anything. I was getting last minute calls, but you still probably get them. Some, right. <laughs> it's been better, but um, there there's more communication, like more understanding on what we as a media team do behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Like we're putting hours and hours on editing, which he didn't really realize until we got to actually communicate that. Um, and after he got his leadership coach as well, it's been night and day different. Yeah, leadership coach? Mm. Um, it's like what was happening in December will mm. never ha- it doesn't seem like it will happen again. Because gotcha. I'm not going to be like, I was on the verge of leaving. Mm. Right. I'm, I'm going to be honest right here. Um, but I did see the change and it makes me want to stay and, you know, do my work because that change was there. Yeah. Drew the only said re- the only no amount of money worth right. how he was treating me. The only reason I made the comment terrible. The only reason I made the comment terrible because he said it. And yeah. it was it was really cool to actually uh, hear him say, yo, I need to improve. Like, I need to improve. And he'd come ask questions like, yo, you think, like, how can I, like, treat people better? And we have, like, conversations. And to see it, him developing is awesome. But literally, he 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 sought out how to become better in that space. So um, I think that was amazing, man. I'm really interested to hear about your leadership coaching. Tell us about that. Yeah, so I got two people to help me. So one that everybody knows, J.O., Mm-hmm. So J.O. came to the retreat, spoke. So I talked with J.O. just about. Justin Owens. Yeah, Justin CEO. Owens about things that I should be doing, how to be communicating. Then I got my guy, Demetrius Walker. He's a play a huge role in just helping me become a better leader, even with marriage stuff. Just He just know what to say. Like I'm talking about an effective communicator. I'm like, bro, how you say it like that? What's his name? Demetrius. I don't know if I introduced What's you. What's Instagram? Uh, meet, meet the Emperor. Meet the emperor, okay. Yeah, you got to get with my man. He's he's so, solid, bro. Right. Hey, they got a group called Lovepreneur, so it's around like relationship stuff. Yeah. But um, yeah, he's just been helping our company, talking to all the staff. Like, yo, bro, you got to do this better. We got that thing been working. Mm. I'm telling you that leadership. I'm reading John Maxwell Twenty One Laws or something about a leader too. So I've just yeah. been really 
putting a lot of information, but just really being conscious of what I'm saying, what I'm not saying, what I should be doing, how to communicate with the team. Because, you know, I'm just a driver. We just going to go work. Mm-hmm. I mean, is it the Irrefutable Laws of Leadership? Yeah, yeah. Um, John Maxwell. That's what I'm, uh, that, uh, that book is right now. powerful. Yeah. Everybody should get that, the Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. What have you seen just in what you've been doing so far in the last month yeah. has been the biggest mistake you were making before? <clears throat> really not showing up to the meetings, not knowing what's all my team. You know, our team is growing probably like 20 plus people now. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe 30, really. I don't know. But we got a our team is growing. Media team now, like eight people now. It was like, mm. you know, I feel good about that team. Mm-hmm. Um, but really understanding what we got going on, really mapping out what the next six months look like. So now we not just they know what our April looks like right now. Mm-hmm. Very clear. Here's all the events we have. Here's what needs to go out. So just now. And I'm still last minute, but getting better with forecasting like yo here's what we got in a month here's what we got in two months Mm -hmm. that's one thing big mistake well big mistake i really say not going to the meetings i think Mm. not showing up and knowing every i don't want to know everything but right now i'm learning i'm knowing about every department yeah yeah that's that's amazing too that's amazing that you can even recognize that there's an issue right i think all of us as entrepreneurs, we're just trying to build, yeah. right? Yeah. Instead of taking some time to focus on one area that's just not right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like really focusing on that. And I, I'm I'm always trying to figure out, okay, where is the hole? Not in the business per se, which is also a good question to ask yourself, but um, in terms of myself and my ability to, there's a couple of, my, my ability to lead, my ability to, um, keep creating a culture, my ability to keep people inspired, uh, my ability to manage certain things. Like this, this is one thing that I'm on right now. If someone sends me something long, like a text or email, I'll just not read it. You know what I mean? Same. I'll just not read it. But now I'm, I'm looking to be more intentional because it literally will take 60 seconds out of my life. So I have to consciously say, okay, I'm going to sit here and read this. In 60 seconds, I got it done. Or I don't reply to a lot of text messages, not because I don't want to reply, but I won't know exactly what to say. Mm -hmm. But the reason I don't know exactly what to reply to is because I just didn't think of, okay, what's my reply going to be? So now I'm being more intentional to say, okay, let me reply with something. Mm-hmm. So these like these little 30 seconds, 60 second, 90 second gaps, if unattended to, they turn into major issues. Think of a number in your head. How much do you think it would cost for me, a pretty successful entrepreneur, to coach you every single day, to give you all of the game? I'm talking about every day for an entire year, Monday through Friday, I'm on I'm on a, a virtual call teaching you how I've done the things that I've done and me updating you every single day in real time on all the business moves that I'm making, all the negotiations that I'm in, everything that I'm doing before I actually do it. How much you think? And let's say Monday through Friday, and then on Thursdays we do a Q&A where not only do you get a chance to ask your questions and get them answered, but you get to ha- you get to hear the answer from a whole community, hundreds of other people on a call, and you get their answers that are going to help you too. 
What do you think? And once or twice a year, get together, free conference that we all get to come to, and you get to meet all these people that you see virtually. How much do you think that would cost every single year? 10000 Not even close. It would probably be closer to 100000 because it's just, I don't, I, my, my time is valuable, and to give you the sauce that's going to help you make millions, I'd have to charge you at least 100000 But what I've done is created a community where you get the advantage of learning how to become an entrepreneur. You get to network with hundreds of entrepreneurs every single day. You got a community that keeps you inspired and excited. You will read a book club with us every single day. We'll also have an event where we come together once or twice a year for free. We do all of that for $399 for the year. Go ask somebody. I've got receipts of things that I built over the last decade, okay? Uh, I am willing to coach you. $3.99 for the year. Listen, go to themorningmeetup.com or click the link in this video. Um, let's get back to the episode. But keep in mind, I want to coach you. Let's get started. So You know what I'm laughing at right now as you're saying this? So I thought I made a commitment to do better in my response time. Like, I'd be feeling so bad. People will text and I'll look like, dang, I ain't replied to them in weeks. Mm -hmm. I'm really, really bad at responding to text messages. And it's because I get distracted so easily. Like I might have every intention to respond and then I get another notification mm -hmm. and it's you and it's something I have to jump on right now. Or I'm not in the headspace to deal with it. Or I have a bad habit of just opening like my phone is mounted when I'm driving, but I'll just tap it to see what it is. And I forget to go back to it. So this weekend... Um, I was at a speaking engagement and I got three text messages that I just remembered while you were sitting here talking. And I said, hey, do I told them all do me a favor and reply to this thread. So I have an unchecked notification mm -hmm. and I remember to come back and reply. I have not replied <laughs> I forgot. because now the notification is so far down in my text messages that I've forgotten. And I will say this like it's something that. It's a, it's a disgusting habit that I have created. I used to reply to everything. And then I went through this phase of protect your energy and don't be available for everything and put your phone away. And especially when I was like dating in a relationship, it was like, put your phone away and let's be here in the moment. So then my messages started to get behind and I'm like, now it's a thing, but I'm missing out by not replying. I'll go back into messages and it's somebody like, oh, I was reaching out because I had this opportunity. And I'm like, dang it. And don't send me a, te a voice note over 15 seconds. Oh, I'm man. not listening to it. Uh, we have a, a, a friend, George. Your heart. Yeah. George Pong sent us like a three minute voice note. Wild, bro. You know what's so crazy when it's three minutes? If it go by one minute, you got to start it over because your phone black out. Yo. <laughs> so now you got to hear that joint again. Yo, and then don't, don't let them send up. another message while you're listening to oh, it because it right. starts so fast. Oh. And, and so we tell me and Dave both in a very joking but serious way say, yo, I told him like your text, your voice notes are stressing me out. <laughs> and so then he decides. Well, I'm just going to send y'all 12, 15 seconds. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Which is just as bad. Yo, bro. if I open a text thread and I see a line up of 15 second <laughs> voice notes, I immediately start to feel weak. Right. I can't even entertain. I'm not. I'm going to pick weak. the one in the middle <laughs> and, a, and hope that you got to your point. And that's the only part that I'm responding yeah, to. You know, you know what's interesting? I love sending voice notes, but I hate getting them. 
Same. Like I'll send your voice note, but text me back if you don't mind. I'm the same uh, way. <laughs> text me back. I can't. But I tell everybody, text me back. I can't listen to anything. I'm with a client. Hold I on. can't listen to a client. You, you told me that. You say that a you lot to me. Away. <laughs> you away. That's crazy. Away. I was like, I never met nobody with so many clients. You just always. I got four whole clients, and I'm like, text text me back. I'm with a client. Can't listen. I hate. Like, it's a feature that could go away, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I, re- I wish we were still at the point where we could only send a video note real quick. Hey, I just wanted to send you this video real quick to mm-hmm. let you know. You could only send 30 seconds, or the video wouldn't go through. You know, that's a hack, though. You know, you know how to really just stand out? I send people video note messages. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're ch- You'll change, especially just you met somebody at a conference, hit them with a video note. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just thinking about somebody you haven't checked on. You should hit Dan Kathy with that. Yeah. Mm. These people aren't getting those messages at that level that they That's at. real. Mm-hmm. I be banging that. people with that. You know, they love that crap. They do. Man, I really appreciate that. That's they tough. do. I don't Takes use it regularly. seconds. The mm. only time I really use it, and I'm, I'm going to start, the only time I really use it is every now and then in my text group. I'll send a video because nobody ever thinks it's me sending the text messages. So like on the weekends, I'm like, what's up, y'all? It's Donnie. Yes, it's mm. actually me that, you mm. know, and and that really gets people yeah. going. But now, so like I was teaching about networking this past weekend. And one thing that I love to do when I'm networking with people or I've met somebody is instead of just getting the phone number, you know, we initiate that text thread right then and there. But we take a selfie and yeah. you put the selfie in that text to thread remember to remember who it is. Uh-huh. But Have you been using Mint to manage your finances? Well, if so, I have some bad news. Mint's going away. It's shutting down. But here's some good news. There's an even better alternative. It's called Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and are absolutely loving it. Did you know that money issues are a leading cause of divorce? Monarch, which is the top-rated personal finance app, it also has a built-in collaboration feature so that you can invite your partner at no extra cost. It's the easiest way to manage your household finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and much more. You can create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com forward slash social. And get this, Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint so you can keep all your tags and categories. And unlike other personal finance apps, Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to set up and to customize and to use it all together, okay? Monarch is absolutely obsessed with constantly improving a product. So they actually release updates every two weeks and allow customers to submit suggestions so you can actually vote on requested features and you'll be able to see the product roadmap. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash social. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y.com slash social for your extended 30-day free trial. I get it. I know what's going on. Your business was rocking, but now you're falling behind. Teams buried in manual work, taking forever to close the books. Getting one source of truth is like pulling teeth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025-1. 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, 
and much, much more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less. Close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One. Because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all your KPIs or key performance indicators in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow all in one place. Listen, there's power in having organization in your business, having all the information in one place. With disorganization comes poverty. Trust me, this is an unprecedented offer by NetSuite. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash social proof. That's netsuite.com slash social proof to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash social proof. To your point. Even like, you know, those connections that you say, yeah, let's get together so we can blah, blah, blah. How many times do you come back and say, what did we say we were going to do? Like, what if in that time, in real time, you just did a quick 30 second video? Like, all right, now we said this, uh, this is what we're working on this Mm -hmm. year. And you drop that in the thread. And it just, it's just that, uh, it's just that other step, just that other confirmation step that helps you do what you said you were going to do. What's the networking no-no? I know that was a book you had. What's the networking no-no? There's a million of them. Um, One of your biggest ones that may be a pet peeve. Trying to impress people. Like if you meet somebody Mm. and they're trying to impress you with all the stuff that they do and all the the business that the money they make. Yeah, bro. I don't care. And I think you're lying. So for my object, I, I think honestly, I learned this. I really learned this. The first time I ever read How to Win Friends and Influence People, that people don't really care about you and they want to talk about themselves. So I think this is like my start. And I, I don't know how old I was. I was I was young. But this is my start of getting to know people and asking them questions because I feel like in this back and forth, if you don't talk enough, you're not going to like me. So if I talk, 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 and you don't get a chance to kind of share who you are, you're not really going to have a, a good first engagement. However, if I let you talk for 30 minutes and I I might have said a few words, you'll leave that conversation saying, yo, that was a really good conversation. Mm. I didn't really say anything. You mm. did all the talking, but you felt good because you got to get your bars off, right? Yeah. So th- that has been... In one, I was at a conference one time. I'll never forget it. This had to be 15 years ago. And there was a question. He said it was, it was one question you need to ask in your engagement with somebody that will open up the floodgates for them to just start talking and just like let go, right? So they said the question is when they ask, hey, uh, when you ask, hey, what do you do, right? They'll tell you whatever they do. He said, here was the question. He said, always ask, wow, how did you get into that? That is good for another 10, 15 minutes because everybody's got a backstory on how they became a marketer, right? Yo, you're a coach. Oh, that's what's up. Yo, how you get into coaching? Mm-hmm. And you probably, it's not going to be like, well, I set up a website. It's like, yo, I had this one client, right? Yeah. And I had this one friend and I was just telling them da 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 And they'll start talking and then you ask one more question. That is a 20-minute conversation and they're going to leave saying, yo, I really enjoyed that interaction with that and person. And people love to tell they their story. It. 
That is a networking tip, like put people in a position where they have to talk about themselves. Mm -hmm. It's not your it's not your time to really spew out a whole bunch of information about you. But is that where we're going in this episode, in this conversation? Uh, Maybe I was going to say something else that like we were talking about um, Neo's saying I need to be a better leader or a better communicator. Right. I need to reply to text more. I need to like reply to text. Right. And people think that the major thing that they need to do is the major thing. Like I got to get the funnel together in the email sequence campaign. And that is not the thing that's going to change your life. It's these little, um, little hacks. And I want to, I want to ask both of you all, what is one small tweak that made all the difference? Cause it's not the big stuff that makes all the difference. It's a small tweak. There's something that you need to like, turn on like the growth of his company isn't going to come from a better strategy. Now that would, that'd be, that's a given, right? He's going to do that. But his ability to recognize that Andrew's unhappy and saying, I need to do something about it. And I need to focus on leadership is going to open up so many doors and probably 10 X, 20 X productive productivity in the company because he focused on this one thing. Listen, if I was going to teach you how to make a million dollars, would you give me 10,000? Like if I had a course teach you how to make a million dollars and you're positive, you're going to make a million dollars. Would you give me 10,000? Of course you would. It's no brainer, right? So in a calendar year, we make seven figures with the podcast, but there's 21 things that I extracted from that, that you're going to need to launch a podcast, but I only got time to give you three right now. One is you need a distribution platform. The distribution platform is what you upload your podcast to. That platform sends it to Spotify, Apple, Google Play, so that your supporters can actually listen to your podcast. You're also going to need a microphone. You need a really good microphone so it's crispy audio. And three, you need an income strategy. This is not necessarily a hobby, unless you're going to make it a hobby, but I can teach you how I made the seven figures with these 21 things. Now, the good news is you don't have to give me 10,000 my ebook is only 37 bucks. Okay. So listen, go to podcastebook.com and get the 21 things that you need. And I, I can explain it in detail, all the things that you need. Okay. Podcastebook.com. Let's get to the episode. So um, I want to hear an example of like a small tweak that made all the difference for you. I don't know how small of a tweak it is, but the tweak that is making all the difference for me this year is recognizing that I'm the problem. Yeah. Oh, let that let that let that sit on the room for a second. Let that sit on the room for a second. Golly. I am the problem. My business right now grows as big or as small as I am. And I had to learn how to get out of the way and position other people to help me. And so trying to do everything myself, even when I had a team that's capable of doing things, trying to do it myself, in spite of that has been the biggest bottleneck in the growth or not of my company. So allowing people to help me and and get out of the way, like I'm terrible at replying to emails. I'm terrible at the admin tasks. I'm terrible at deadlines, but there are other people who love those things. I've been working on a funnel for me and you for like the last month, right? Mm -hmm. And though it's been moving, it's been moving at caterpillar pace because I've been doing it. And I told you when we discussed if when we discussed doing what we're doing, if we do another project, people have to be in position to help. Mm-hmm. And then I said, eh, I can knock this out. Light workloads light. Let me knock it out. So I'm, I'm doing it and it's taking snail's pace to get it done. Shatora comes along and edits the funnel and everything that I needed to give back to the funnel team in hours. 
Mm. Hours. Wow. Side-eyeing her. <laughs> Make me look terrible. Yeah. I've been struggling to um, post content, uh, you know, consistently. You've I'm been doing a lot better lately. I've been doing... Brianna. Golly. Brie is the reason. Like, making sure that I have things to post, delivering it to me right now. Like, there has not been a day that I hadn't posted content but the bottleneck was me having to sit down and figure out what I'm going to post, find an image. I don't worry about that. Bree's job now is to make sure we capture content and you just deliver me whatever you think I should post. And I will put so the caption and everything. It. They don't, you got to approve it first. Yeah, I got to approve it. it. So Bree posts on my story. So a lot of the things that you see on my stories from throughout the day, Bree will take care of that. But my news feed is so personal to me. Just give me the video and I just want to see it. Tell you if there's something in it I don't like, I'll send it back. But for the most part, she gets it right but the your first time. Extensive. My captions have to come from me. Like this is how I've built my entire identity as a as a digital marketer, as a digital brand. And so those are always my words. But the caption has never been the bottleneck for me. Mm-hmm. It's been the image or the video or the piece of content searching through my phone for hours mm-hmm. looking for an image or a video that will match a thought that I have. And I don't have to do that. Now I have somebody here with me full time that makes sure we always have an image. We always have Man. a video. And that's that's who. Thank God. Crushing it. I've been killing this. Content. And you know what motivated it? What's that? Was you trying me? I had to. You took. You're Donnie, you're so I told David that I had shared with somebody. <laughs> I said, Dave, yeah, I told this guy I was a content creator. And he, David said, Why would you tell him that? <laughs> <laughs> Sir, because I'm a content creator. I've been creating content online since 2008. What do you mean? Oh, I don't see you as a content creator. When I think of you, I think business coach. I think, you know, the co host of the Social Proof podcast. But the last thing I think is a content creator. Mm. A word? <laughs> Let's do uh, word? <laughs> Let me show you what you've been missing mm-hmm. out. But I did fall into a space where content creation. So I had to realize that me as a content creator in my past life was me just living my life having fun. But now it's a business. Like I am in the business of content creation. And that became overwhelming. Like yeah. you always got. And then you get into these points where it's like, you got to be pretty. You got to be this. You got to be dressed. You got to be that. Just just get the content. I, yeah. It doesn't matter what I look like. We're going to match it with something. And so, again, the tweak that I had to make was stepping out of the way and bringing people on who could hear what I need, my vision, and help me execute. Mm, that is huge, too. Because the, the first thing she said was I had to realize I'm the problem. Yeah. And once you made that realization, then the activity starts to follow. Yeah, you start oh, to discuss I'm it with problem. yourself. If you... If you Say to yourself, if you're able to admit and confess with your own mouth that my life looks the way it looks because of me, because I am the problem, I am the holdup. Social Proof family, listen, I saw the most incredible device. It's called the Eufy Video Lock. Imagine this, smart lock, 2K camera and doorbell, three in one, triple security. But it's not just security, it's also for convenience. Imagine this, you're on the couch and your kids lose their keys. They come home, ring the doorbell, expect you to get up. You don't have to do that anymore. You can look at your kids on the phone. 
and then unlock the door without getting up from the couch. This is a game changer, y'all. Super easy to install. Um, just need a Phillips head screwdriver. It's so easy. No drilling required. Keyless entry. No more fumbling keys while you're coming home with bags full of groceries. You don't have to worry about friends and family coming through that you want to let in, losing their keys. Short-term renters. Short-term renters. If you are in Airbnb space or you have some rental property, you can let the people in virtually from your phone and get this it has ai self-learning chip embedded for the finger recognition fingerprint recognition meaning the more you use it the more accurate it becomes game changer no battery anxiety lasts up to four months and you'll get a low battery notification all you do is hook it up to a power bank and use your physical key if you need to but you don't have to worry about that passcode unlocking and remote control with 2k clear sight Super enhanced night vision, so it's optimized even in the evening. Secure your packages, two-way audio, so you can talk to the UPS guy. This is this is a game changer. Okay, it's no monthly fees. Unlike those other brands, charge monthly fees. You don't have to you don't have to worry about storage. You don't have to pay for storage. Customer service is there 24-7. I'm loving this product. I'm not gonna lie to you. Ever have somebody ring your doorbell? You wonder who it is? You can see exactly who it is and unlock the door or keep the door locked if you want to. This is a game changer. Listen, search Eufy Video Lock. That's U-E-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com forward slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. What's up, family? Listen, a new year for many people means resolutions to save money. So stop shopping without getting anything in return. Start getting cash back on every single purchase you make with iBorda. iBorda is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. So you can make sure you're beating inflation no matter what you're purchasing. The average iBorda user earns 145 bucks per year and that could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip buy the flight you've been eyeing that game you've been wanting to go to or that fancy dinner you've been craving join over 50 million savers and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers including Lowe's Macy's Sephora Best Buy and more listen to me family Right now, iBorda is offering our listeners $5 just for trying iBorda by using the code SOCIALPROOF when you register. Just go to the Apple Store or Google Play Store and download the free iBorda app to start earning cash back and use code SOCIALPROOF. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or Apple Store and use code SOCIALPROOF. I am the only person making the mistakes. I'm the procrastinator. Like, can you really be pleased with yourself? Like at some point you have to get up. If I wake up in the morning and life is in shambles and I'm like, you know what, Donnie, it was a decision you made that that's the reason why your life is in shambles. You, I just posted about this today. You have to take ownership of what you bring to the table. You stop saying things like, why do I keep attracting? I keep attracting all these cheaters. Okay. What's wrong with you? What about you? <laughs> no, real talk. What's like wrong with you? at some point you got to say, now you attract a, a woman beater one time. That might be a fluke. Been there, done that. Right. Let me let you think I'm attracting another one. Let me change whatever it is about myself for you to think you could put your hands on me like that and not die. Mm. Right. 
Let yeah. me figure out what that is because it was a she repeat and not die. And not die. <laughs> yeah. Yo. It's, it's repeat behavior. So you're someone, you're sitting there like, I keep attracting, I keep failing, failure after failure. Why is this happening to me? No. What is it about me, God, that is allowing me to be this person that fails consistently? Why do you keep attracting disloyal friends? Why do you keep attracting scammers? Why do you keep attracting whatever it is negative that you're attracting? The question is, why am I allowing it to the point where it's repeat behavior? I got to find, go, go ahead, Neil, if you got to add, I got to, I got to find this post in response to the thing that you said. And it was disgusting. Maybe go ahead, go ahead, Neil. So mine, I'm not going to go as deep as darling. Um, I want to just give you something tactical that sometimes it'd be the small things that can really move your business. So one, I believe if you're selling something, you need to add a sales team. Mm -hmm. Like just one small, I don't care what you're doing. If you got somebody on your behalf helping you make sales, that is leverage. Yeah. So somebody calling clients, somebody taking incoming calls, somebody going to events, mm -hmm. trying to acquire more customers for your brand. Mm. So that can add an extra 100000 to millions of dollars to your business mm -hmm. 30 days from now if you go find and hire a salesperson. Mm -hmm. Second thing, and this is, again, tactical, um, but add an upsell to whatever you're selling. Mm. Like so many people don't sell, like, the best time to sell a customer something is after they already buy something. Immediately. What else can they buy in that very moment? Yeah. And the thing that helped us, if we're going to, we're not talking about webinars, but we added PayPal credit years ago. And 50% of people who take our offer use PayPal credit. So they made and had the funds to start. PayPal credit made that available. So it's just, it's money that we wouldn't have. Yeah. Don't yeah. let that go over your head. I don't want listening. this. You said something. You were saying if you're selling something, have a sales team in position to sell for you. Yep. Talk about why that's so important. I mean, that alone, I mean, that's the highest form of leverage. No, I won't say it's the highest form. Of, it's a huge form of leverage. Think about this concept. Think about you got a $5,000 service. You do surgeries, whatever. I don't care, whatever it is. And you got somebody that's reaching out to people, a sudden, like before we got the, before we start doing appointment setting and doing all of that, we just had one salesperson that would do all of that. Now we got appointment setters. We got salespeople. But mm -hmm. they're literally, I haven't took a sales call in forever. And they only get paid when they close a deal if it's a 100% commission. Why wouldn't you have it? Right. Like, yeah. it, it does, why wouldn't you have a salesperson? Yeah. That's the, like we're about to hire a salesperson that go find brand deals. Yo, you getting 20% of the brand deals. Mm -hmm. Go get this curriculum in school. You get 20%. Guess no, how much no, I'm making? No base salary? No base salary. No, you can. We got like appointment setters we give them a base salary, mm -hmm. but you literally could go, yo, I'm giving you 20%. You go get a $100,000 contract. Will you give 20% right now if somebody bring you speaking engagements? Absolutely. For sure. And you imagine you got five people out there just soliciting speaking engagements mm -hmm. right now. Money you making that you wasn't going to make anyway. Yeah. Hey, listen, if you do that, send me a DM. Yeah. Me one, too. Me, too. Yeah. I need somebody to put my curriculum in every school in America, and I'll give you 20% of every yeah. contract. I need somebody to get me booked for speaking engagements and brand deals, and I'll give you... 20% for Can sure. Can I do that pitch for Don't try to get the people that was going to hit me. Listen, and then now you try to piggyback and, on my and ass. And let me say this. You get me, David, 
book together or me, David and Neo book together or me and Neo book together, we'll give you 25%. Yeah. Well, make sure you come right. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You said we'll give them what? 25. I'm cool. They got to make sure them numbers. <laughs> 20 no. miles a little. Well, first off, the a booking day. agent normally is like 10, 15%. 20 I was going we'll give with. you 25%, 25 on your first one. Whoever's first to do it. <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> no, but it's, it's so important. And you also talked about, um, which is which is something that I need to do. I don't do. I know to do it. But I, sending people to events on your behalf. That's powerful. So huge. Imagine. Mm-hmm. That's yep. all the events we go to. Imagine if you got somebody going to all of these events. Mm-hmm. You're also leveraging their audience. Mm-hmm. You need to start going to these events, hosting your own event at mm-hmm. their event. Mm-hmm. I'm having something up in my penthouse tonight. Are you? You got a penthouse? No, no. I'm, I'm, I'm using, I'm using oh, that. Okay. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> you, you never know. Never yeah, know. No, no. I, I'm saying <laughs> we go to somebody's event. They already spend all the money to get all of these people here. Guess what? I'm having a free event, a free podcasting event, yeah. a free coaching strategy session. Yeah. But y'all already bought our ideal customers here yeah. already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even to the point of sending people to events, I know there are some masterminds that offer. So we'll look at these masterminds that we join and we might be joining to say, learn how to scale. Like the mastermind might be like the one that we're in, Neo, learn how to scale learn how to get leverage, learn how to acquire, learn how to set up for sale. But then there's also this section that says, learn how to become the best COO. Mm. Somebody like Neil would check out of that part. Oh, I don't That's know if fact. I could justify it. I don't want that. You don't want it. Don't just not use that portion. Send your COO mm. for that portion. Many of these masterminds will tell you if you're not the person to handle this part of what we're offering, send the team member that is. Yeah. So how many we're investing in all these masterminds for ourselves, but are we investing in that same level of information and growth for our team? The people right. who are directly responsible for helping us to become better. Yeah. That's I, wonder, important I, I don't know if the, I don't know if the moment has passed. There's a couple of things based on like the stuff that, you know how y'all be saying stuff that I'm like, oh, I want to say something. Okay, it hasn't passed. You said something about um uh uh going, you know, their abuser or something like that, being abused. Mm-hmm. And I saw something that was just so disgusting to me. Um y'all know who Kristen Evans is, the girl who got abused by Zach Stacy. Oh yeah. The guy in the video. Oh, I'm talking God. about he was hitting her so hard. He grabbed her, threw her into the TV. I'm talking. I've. I don't see it. This might have been the worst abuse I've ever seen. And he is big. Oh, this years ago, right? It happened in 2019, I think. Her response, though, broke my heart. Oh, my God. What's her response, then? It broke my heart. And in that moment, all I could do was think, just pray for her because she's so broken. So he does this. She's got cameras in her home and apparently he's an abuser. She's got a five month old baby who's sitting on the sofa. And in the incident, she's in like the studio apartment and he just grabs her and throws her like a rag doll into the wall. The TV falls down on her. He gets and he's kicking her and he's punching her and she's fighting. This is no she's little like, guy. This is he's a huge. This is like linebacker. Said, right? yeah, this crazy. is like linebacker size man, black man white woman or whatever she is and he's just like beating her right, beating what was her. her response because i can't so I can't. let me read it but let i have me, to me. set this up so they go to court he gets yeah. arrested they go to court and you read it so there's the the, the caption uh christy evans says zach stacy who's the abuser has changed while reacting to a six-month sentence for brut- brutally beating her jail does not offer resources needed for mental 
health patient. Let me see, let me see if we can uh, listen. I'll continue to be an advocate for mental health because once you deal with your trauma and learn proper coping skills, you can change behavior and communication. So she pretty much said there's the been a significant... Over the last six months, he's consistently shown uh, an improvement as well as our son enjoying spending time with him. My concern was our son and what kind of psychological effect it would have on him having his father gone for six months or more. I'm an advocate for mental health. Oh Baby at gosh. the time that this happened was five months old. Yeah, so this makes this makes major headline news and he ends up getting prosecuted. He gets six months jail time. Mm. So the blogs NFL contracts, of course. Yeah. The blogs get a hold of this and they're saying six months, six months. That's so, you know, it's crappy what he did to this woman. He could have killed her. Mm -hmm. And they later find out that she didn't advocate for jail time. She didn't want him to have jail time. And so now she's coming out and speaking and basically saying, well, you know, I didn't advocate for jail time because jail doesn't rehabilitate a woman beater. He needs mental support and help, which is probably very true. But you whip my behind like that. I think you need a you need a mix of both of them. You need both. You need yeah. jail. But the thing is, she's coming to his defense. This man left her for dead. And she's coming to his defense saying, well, I wanted him to be a... The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. My son's life. You don't get to be in my son's life if you beat me nearly to death. That period. Get your life together. Get something together. And she's saying he's demonstrated that he can change. Six months of jail time is not demonstrating that anybody can change. So to my point, if you are in a situation where someone is violent against you and it happens once and you stand up for yourself and it's never again, that's that's not your fault. But you keep coming back to this. You forgive them. You make excuses for them. Now there's something in you that's attracting more of this behavior. So whether it's him or the next guy, it hasn't clicked for her yet. She's not ready to not deal with an abuser yet because she's too busy excusing them for whatever reason. And it, it just broke my heart. And instead of, you know, condemning, which is probably what this sounds like, I just I, I've been there, done that with an abuser and some people, it just instantly clicks. I don't like this. It doesn't feel good. I'm done. A while, though, For other people, it, took it takes wife, a life a, 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 a while. Her, uh, with, before we got married, she was abused a lot for years. Yeah. That crap is hard. And if you don't got nobody around you mm -hmm. and nobody going to go out at my man, they letting stuff slide. She got her aunts around. This guy was beating her up. Yeah. Crazy. What was it for her that finally said, I'm done? I think I came around one. You. I mean, you came around while she was with the guy? So I met my I met my wife at our last job that we worked at. 
while she's working there, she was still getting abused. Mm. I mean, this dude stay home, play PlayStation all day. While she worked. Like she she had to go to work for him. Like like it was crazy. It was yeah. Wild to me. I'm like, how's this? Like, and you could tell you knew this before. Yeah, I'm like, okay. why are you still like, what's up with you? It's like, well, it's almost like I feel like, and I don't know about abuse and stuff, but yeah. I feel like they feel like it's no other option. Right. Like, why are you staying in this thing? Mm-hmm. Man? Like, just leave. Like, you can't even, I can't even leave. Yeah. Is there anybody that's ever been through that, um, that has that experience? Because I like to understand, I'm trying to understand the the, the mindset behind why you stay. Hold on, let me let me get a microphone real quick. Should and it Reese, be a personal I mean, Zell, thing or you could bump that camera? Um, so my younger sister actually just left from that. She was in North Carolina and just relocated with me because she was she has kids by two men and she didn't want to break up the home. I meant by the same man. She didn't want to break up the home. Mm. So she decided to stay with him and it got to the point where she's driving, he's beating her up, pretty much putting his hands on her while she's in the car in front of the kids. And it got to the point where for her, she had to have it had to the reality had to um what's the best way to put it? She had to come to reality what's best for her kids and for her because she does have a younger son. And staying in a relationship like that, especially if you have kids, you're putting it's to the point where the the younger son is now being abusive to his siblings because of what he sees and he's two years old. Mm. So she had to get out of that situation. Um, so they, we literally picked up the U-Haul, brought her here, and her getting out of the state and away from around him. Now she doesn't have to go back to that. Yeah. Goodness gracious. I think I think it's very similar um, because I didn't necessarily stay in the situation when I dealt with that in college, but I didn't stay in the relationship. And in fact, I wasn't in the relationship when it started. But there was a part of me the first time I saw him express how sorry he was for putting his hands on me and becoming violent. I saw the good person in him and I wanted to believe, you know what, we can be friends like I can forgive you and we can be friends when really a person who does something like that to you doesn't deserve your friendship. They don't deserve your respect. They don't deserve your loyalty. But it's that it's the heartstrings that they pull on. It's like, wow, this never happened before. He's right. This this isn't like him. He's right. I see the tears. He's right. He looks sorry. So let's try to rehabilitate just a friendship. We'll never be in a relationship, but let's do a friendship. And it it comes down to two things. And we can relate this to any areas of our lives, whether it's a domestic situation or even staying in a struggle like financially as an entrepreneur, giving up you. It's, it's hard when you're in the mid and when you're in the midst of something it's hard not to two things. It's hard. It's hard to see that you have other options. Like Neo said, yeah. it's hard to see that you have the option Two, it's hard to understand and, and, and own the fact that you have control. You have the control to change the situation, whether it's financial trauma, physical trauma or whatever it is. You have the control to change the situation. And number three, which is tricky and and you have to really, really be deep into personal development. Two things. It's never as good as you think it is. And it's never as bad as you think it is. Those work together. So your finances are never as good as you think they are. You could be up, but with one bad day or one bad news article from realizing mm-hmm. how down we actually are, right? In, in a fifth, in a <laughs> we down. Mm. Um, and, and, and it could be bad, 
but it just takes you learning about a situation slightly worse than, or it takes you escaping that situation to realize, you know what? It wasn't as bad. So if you understand that you do have options and you are in control and never ever accept that it's as good as, or as bad as you think it is, you can begin to work yourself out of it. But it's a mindset shift that has to happen. I think though, Donnie, you put your hand on a woman. That's non-negotiable. It's non-negotiable. I mean, you. That's not even. Yeah, I'll give you another shot. No, period. It's, you shouldn't even. That's like one of them joints that you were raised to know. Don't put your hand on a woman. I don't care what you like. I don't care how bad it is. Put the camera. Keep your hands to on yourself. Me. You will die, and you should die. Okay, like yeah. dead serious. You beat a woman the way this man beat this woman. That was out of pocket. You die. Yeah. Period. Somebody beats you the same way until you lose life. Like, I'm serious about that. And so any woman who is experiencing that, they don't change. They never do. The same guy who did it to me later went to prison for doing it to somebody else. Got out, got into a bar fight, did it to a man like this is in him. And, you know, I um, I read something and I I don't remember the quote word for word, but there was a quote that said people never tell you how bad your situation is until it's too late for you, something like that. And this happened to me when I was in college. I'm a sophomore in college when it started, ended up being a junior when it when it was over. But it, it happened, and I had to escape. He tried to take my life. I had to escape college and leave and disappear. And so many people called me later or wrote me letters and said, yeah, he used to beat his ex-girlfriend, and I wanted to say something, but you seem so happy. Mm. Why would you wait to give me that warning until it happened to me. Why wouldn't you give me that warning ahead of time? And so we have a responsibility to each other. If you've experienced it before, if you've experienced a certain financial trauma or physical trauma and you see somebody erring on the side of danger, warn them immediately. I don't immediately. think the financial trauma is bad because we've been in that all of our lives. Like that's all That became normal. Like, mm. Let me ask you, though. I mean, because what's financial trauma? Is that like, yo... Listen, I used to date him. He ain't got it. But what if yeah. he trying? That's what I'm saying. Like, what? Yeah. I So, as of I late, is, I reward trying. You reward trying? I reward trying. Okay. Um, but that's kind of what this lady is saying. She's like, I reward him. Last no. six months, he's trying. Financial. I don't care what she we were talking said. About that's financial. going out of pocket. So, that it, is, it is. But the, the, the thing is, because we are in it, and there's, some, there's something... There's something going on in her head. Mm-hmm. She thinks he's mentally sick. She's mentally sick. She has something going on in her head that says, I'm willing to go back through that because things might change. Well, and she can't see it. Yo, it's like you're in a bad situation. You ever you ever been with somebody, you dated somebody, and it was just, it was a terrible relationship. Hmm. In the moment you get out, you're like, yo, I am so glad because, like, they put me through hardship, pain. Like, they keep cheating. They make me feel uh, like, I, like I'm not worth anything, right? But as time goes on, in six months, you're removed from the feeling. And you forget about how bad things were. Like, you just, it's you don't, in hindsight, it's almost like, well, you know what? I was a little hard to deal with. Because we're so far removed from it, and then we get in it again. Mm-hmm. And then some time goes by, and we forget how bad it was. How do, how do 
How do we break out of that mentally? Because that that is a lot. That is a lot to do with our mental health, and it affects more than just a relationship. Preaching to the choir, Reese. There, insert dramatic music because that was it. That's the clip. A couple of things. <laughs> when it we get so used, people. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Impact most of our experiences. And in a situation like hers, I imagine that this man manipulated her so badly that she lost all self-worth. And her self-worth was wrapped into this relationship. Mm-hmm. You're dating this athlete. And it doesn't just happen with people with money. Yo, let me tell you how much audacity people have. You be broke as putting your hands on women. Mm. How you broke as hell beating on me? (laughs) Imagine that. Imagine that if you don't go get your account out of overdraft and quit playing with me. (laughs) No, but see. Quit playing on playing with me, sir. No, but seriously, Yo. sometimes your self-worth is destroyed by somebody that you've attached yourself to. Like manipulators are so good. People who will beat on you or people who mean you harm or will steal from you, they have pegged you from day one and you didn't know it. So the whole relationship has been an act. I'm gonna get her to this point where she feels so small. I'm going to love her so much that she doesn't feel like she needs to be around her family. I'm going to give her so much quality time in her love language that she spends less and less time with her friends. Now it's all about me. Do you think that people are seeing that strategically or they're just being jerks? Oh, it's strategic. I mean, there are some people like a manipulator, like a salesperson. Salespeople are masterful manipulators. Manipulation is not a negative thing. It's just if it's done properly. Well, manipulation simply means to uh, encourage the result that you want, essentially. Right. Mm -hmm. Manipulation is getting somebody to make the decision that you want them to make. Those decisions could be good. Those decisions could be bad. Right. And so when you're in a sales cycle on a sales call, for example, from the moment you pick up the phone, we are manipulating the conversation to help you encourage you make a choice that benefits you and that benefits us right and people who are that way and they do it maliciously they've they've spotted their next victim immediately they know one day that they're going to break you down and put their hands on you they know it they might even believe that they've moved beyond this area of their lives they might believe i'm trying to get better Ooh, but she's that profile. She's the one. And they make you believe that you're the reason that they're this way. Anyway, you think about this woman. The crib that she's in doesn't scream that she had any bread, which is, I got a lot of questions. Oh, for sure. He he an athlete. Why you live like this? Mm. You got him and your 300 square feet beating on you? He's an NFL. So that's already like, 
he's been manipulating her. I'm going to keep you broke. I'm going to keep you just enough. I'm going to give you a baby. You're about to be mine. You stuck with me. I'm taking you away from your family. I'm going to put my hands on you every second I get. Any joy that you get that requires money, I'm issuing it out to you in an allowance. It's manipulation the whole time. The beating was just the cherry on the t- on the ice cream. Mm. I mean, he hit her before, though. You could tell. 100%. She yeah. said it. What? He's beating her. Beating her. But she just continued to stay, man. Um, and I don't know. I was just I was just speechless when I when I saw that um, because it, now I do think there are some things that come to make you stronger and some things that come to make you weaker. Like abuse comes in positive and negative. So you're going through issues and life is abusing you. But at least you're moving towards a direction and you're growing. And like there are some things that you can control on another end, physical abuse, you can't control the other person. And maybe we think we can, but I don't think we should automatically. Here's like the question of morality. If you're married and the person hits you, do you leave? Do you give up on the whole marriage? Period. I'm out. I'm going to hit you back. I'm going to hurt you badly. So, all right. So, if you're in a relationship, if. If you're in a relationship and somebody cheats, do you leave? Um, it depends. So, Mary, that's a different story. So right, so like there, there are levels to like what you're what you're willing to accept. You're not willing to accept any of it. Cheating. I mean, just and period. I'm not willing to. I'm accept talking about abuse. I'm anything talking about abuse. that hurts me. Right. Um, abuse. No, putting your hands on me is a deal breaker. Now, yeah. I will. I will say no that's a deal breaker. It's a deal breaker. Yeah. I had someone push me. And my spidey senses went up. Mm-hmm. So what we about what to t- do this? What type or? of push? It was a, you know, like we're in the middle of a heated argument and they pushed themselves past me or and oh, push, pushed like, me out, out of the way. way or like like a push here. me out of the way. Mm-hmm. And in that Hold moment. On, were, you, were you in fact in the way? I was in fact in the way. Because <laughs> I'm not an abuser, but like there was somebody who was in front of the door and I'm like, yo, can you please? And then if I get back, I'm like, yo, get out the door. I'm leaving. So in that moment, I was trying to determine if they were really buck because I was nuck. You know what I mean? Like, God, please help me to use discernment here. Um, is this is this are you are you beating me? So like now you just don't have any room to be physically aggressive with me. It's a deal breaker. For years after that, I was so scarred and traumatized that if you raised your voice at me. Because I sat with for years trying to figure out how could I, I was even a women's empowerment person at that time. Mm. How could I end up in a situation with a man who thought so little of me? Like you'll have to go back to my first social proof episode to learn that he, he kidnapped me. He held me hostage. He did all kinds of stuff. Right. How did I attract this? And the only thing that I could, and I used to say there were no signs. He was the nicest guy. He was the sweetest guy. But there were signs. He lacked anger management. There was no middle with him. He was either great or he was pissed to the next level. And I could remember being like, why do these things work you up so badly? Why do you get so angry? Why do people get under your skin so much? It was like, if if we argue, we're having a massive blowout arguing. He's storming out of, you know, my dorm or my apartment at that time. That was the sign. So years for years and sometimes even to this day, you argue at me too too harshly, too aggressively. You scream at me too aggressively. 
I'm good. Yeah, it probably triggers something. It it does. Yeah. Because that was the only sign that I had from him that I oh should have gosh. leaned into a little bit more. Um, goodness gracious. All right, can, can we talk about something positive? Yeah, for sure. I'm in please. a funk right now. Yeah, this yeah, is crazy because yeah, yeah. I'm getting even more here. angry. I know. What you think people think about this episode, though? Oh, they're going to love it. Oh, they're going to love this yeah, episode. For sure. Yes. Okay, yeah, it's not over. Go for it. Well, I was going to say that, so I've had the push before, and at the push, I was I was out because I blacked out. But I've seen it. I've seen it growing up. I've seen it with friends. I've seen it with family. And I think it's kind of like everything else. The heart wants what it wants, and you aren't going to do even what you feel like you want to do until you're just ready to do it. Like you're not done until you're done. That's real. Mm. And you can't make someone be done. That course would be the amazing course (laughs) to put out. Like how do you become done? And Mm. I think that's just the inner self-conflict. Let me write that down because I just got. That's going to be your next caption. (laughs) Jada, what's up? Um, I've experienced emotional abuse and sexual abuse. And somebody explain the the are you saying like you were raped? Because you? you look like you like eighteen. I'm twenty four. Okay. Yeah. Are you saying like in a rela- sexual abuse in a relationship or I wasn't in a relationship with him. He was a guy he asked me to be his Valentine and then he thought he could get that me. one time though. It wasn't like mm-hmm. continuous. Yeah, it was okay. the one time. Um can, can I ask, um I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But how how did it happen? You gotta be too graphic, but like what happened? Um where were we? What was the scenario? Well, we went out for uh Valentine's Day and I we we weren't dating or anything, but it was more so like we were just getting to know each other. Uh like we were in the beginning of like getting to know mm-hmm. each other. And so we had hung out before. So after Valentine's Day, he wanted to like watch some movies at his place, but we had watched movies before, like mm-hmm. nothing ever happened. Um and so then it was like he just assumed because, oh, like, well, you went on a date with me for Valentine's Day and you got on this dress or whatever. I don't know. But he kept just asking me, like, like trying to get me to have sex with him. And I kept saying no, like, over and over and over. And then, like, he just started trying stuff. And because it's, like, already hard for me to say, like, no, it just was kind of like, okay, just get it over with. Mm. and so yeah but oh my gosh I think every woman has experienced the feeling of how do I just get this over with yeah might not have gone through with it but we get we receive so much pressure as women by men such immature Mm -hmm. beings that will like you know one of the sexiest traits of a man a man that understands a woman's word is her bond. A no means no. Like if we're in an intimate setting, I don't care how far I got with you. No is no. Don't try 15 minutes later, offer me another glass of wine, turn on another movie, think of a foot massage is going to lead to a booty rub and all of this stuff. No is no. And most women that are grown women have dealt with a man who has tried too long, too hard, too many times. And don't think you play a and you just got game and eventually you're going to wear her down. What you've done is put her in a very uncomfortable situation where now she's a little scared. She's very uncomfortable. And it's like, just get it over with. Especially if you're dealing with a passive young girl who may have already experienced something in her life 
You don't know what her history has 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 given her. And now she's in a situation where she's afraid to go for the door. She's stuck. She's stunned. She's shocked. Like, guys, no, it's just no. It's just no. You did not wear her down. You are not a player. Oh, my gosh. You know why I feel uh, we're not judging, right? No. Okay. I mean, it depends. I I do. I feel um, I feel bad. I'm like just flashback over my life where maybe I've been like persistent Mm -hmm. and eventually they say, okay. Yeah. Right. You might be in that, in that mode or like you're, you're at it. I've never been like an aggressive person. Like just like, no, let's go. Like, but you know, you're in the mode and you're just, they're there and you're, you're going to attempt. And eventually in your mind, you think, Oh, well they really wanted it. They Mm -hmm. were just playing hard to get or Mm -hmm. whatever. But maybe I was, um, persistent. Mm hmm. And like when she said it, I'm like, it wasn't about being aggressive. It's you're almost like pestering. It's like, pestering. let's just like, come on, come on, come on. And eventually, and I never even thought, and I, and I pray that none of those people, and it hasn't happened often, but I can remember a couple of times. Dang. I pray that it wasn't a, all right, I don't feel comfortable and he's not going to stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You were a whole thought out. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I mean, because you went to like the chest clutch. Like, yeah, I man, prayed cause I felt, that I just, none of you girls. I felt so bad in that from moment. From Shan's past. And I thought I was just so smooth. Like. You thought you were smooth and a player. But it's like, you know, people will wear, and somebody's looking at this and they're, they're going to say, no, you know, if you're uncomfortable, just leave. You don't know people's history. Yeah. You don't know what they experienced that makes, like, what if when she was a little girl, she tried to escape an uncle? who it would have gone from just going with it to now you got beat and it was brutal and it was violent, you know? So you don't know what that person dealt with. And I'm, I'm, I'm sure nobody felt mm-hmm. that way because there, there's a little difference between a light persistence and aggressiveness. Yeah. Yeah. And some people get really aggressive. Yeah. Right, yeah, well, I want to, yeah. Finish yours. Cause I want, I want to get, I got to get on a different oh, co- yeah. topic. Cause yeah, please. Bro, <laughs> this, gonna... this is crazy. But it's helping somebody. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm not mad at it, but we no, got to move but on. I just, it makes nah, me cringe yeah. thinking about this. Yeah. Um, think about my daughters. Yeah. Hmm. I was going to say, um, how Donnie said, um, it made you think like, what is wrong with me or what type of woman am I for you to like, think yeah. that that's Okay. Um, and I've had like emotional abuse, like with my dad and like, I've had like a little bit of emotional abuse in like a relationship and I had like the same thought and somebody told me they felt like it was because they say I have like this childlike innocence, even though I'm not a child, they were like, um, how I carry myself. It makes it seem like, oh, like you could be yanked around or you could be treated a certain way just cause like, I don't know. But I also think uh, I could be, like, overly forgiving. So, like, with my dad, when he would do stuff, I would get hurt, and then... What stuff? You said emotional. Is that yelling at you? Like, what uh, is... Like, he would call me, like, a dumbass, tell me I'm a failure. Like, he would always, like, uh, talk to me. Like, it was like somebody, one of my friends broke an umbrella, and he like went off on me like about that telling me like how stupid I am uh when I had to Mm, drop out of mm, school he said like I'm gonna take everything away from you and you're not even gonna have a pot to piss in like 
Out but he college. didn't want to help me with school. Yeah, like he had the money, but he didn't want to help me with school. And so it was like he always wanted me to like make me feel small, like, like mm. I don't know. But that's how he was raised, so he thought it was okay. And so my mom, she would tell me like, "Oh, leave your dad alone." But then it's like every time I start to see him like show a little bit of progress, I'd be like, "No, like I can forgive him. Like he's getting wow. better." And then like he'll come back and do the same stuff, and it would be like. It's like he it's like he'll do stuff to make me like feel like I need him and then just try to like take stuff away. And then also even like growing up, he was like the parent that had money that lived well, but treated me bad. My mom didn't have money and like living with her, it would be more of a struggle. So I had to choose like, do I want to live nice and be treated well or do I want to struggle and like. At least have a parent that supports me. And then I chose, like, through high school, I said, well, I'm going to just live here. I get to live nice. But I knew, like, what came with that. And so, yeah, I feel like I realized, like, I try and, like, see the good, too. Or not, even if it's just, like, a little sliver, like, a little tiny bit of good, you know? Like, I try and, like, see, like, oh, well, they're trying just for them to come back in. I remember a phrase that, um, uh, Neil, we're going to get to something more positive, okay? (laughs) Um, I remember a phrase that I that always stuck with me, and when I was younger, I heard it, and I didn't agree with it. But the older I get, I one hundred percent stand on it. The phrase was, "People change, but not much." Mm. Yeah, I found that to be true. I agree. People change, but not much. Not much. All right, Neil, give me some. Um, Before we change gears, I want to say <laughs> we are here. <laughs> <laughs> I want I want to really say thank you to the men who have come and been a rescue agent for some women. And right here on our panel, our cousin to Social Proof Podcast, Neil, thank you for what you've done. You probably saved Mindy's life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you probably are the reason. You're definitely a huge part of the reason why she's flourishing and living a hat. Like she's she's experiencing joy because you rescued her from a horrible situation. And there are so many men who would shy away like, oh, she's been hurt. She's been scarred. She's damaged goods. But seeing the beauty in her and deciding that, you know what, this is someone special and I am going to provide a special life for her. Like, I think everybody deserves to give him a round of applause because that's huge. How nice is Donna? Thank you. Well Thank you feel nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Uh, yeah, as, no tears? Uh, come on, man. Cry a little bit. Um, Cry. <laughs> Give me a little bit of water. All right. <laughs> All right. In terms of uh, as as we wrap up, we'll, we'll we'll have Neil close this out with. Um, no, we gotta have one more conversation before we just. Close. Well, well, we've been, we've been here for a good little minute, but I I think this is gonna this is gonna tie into what yeah, we're talking we about. We gotta okay? get. We gotta. We gotta come on. A, we gotta on leave a on a high note, note, man. We gotta leave on a high note. This is good. This, this is, is this is my this is what I'm gonna ask you. Not a transition into the. It's not gonna. It's gonna be a nice transition. Okay. It's just just hear me out. Okay. So, um, <laughs> three. Well, I guess maybe it's not. Five. I don't know. We're gonna see. Give me your from the time of you. Um, you know your dad not being in your life. I know it starts. Rough, right? But it's, it's good. Here we go, man. And everything in between to you having, you know, 20 plus employees, things of that nature. What were the internal changes that you had to make? And give me give me three internal changes that you had to make and talk to anybody that's dealing with those things as well, how they can make those changes as well. 
three internal changes. Um, well, I never miss my dad not having a dad. Like, mm-hmm. so I never, I never really miss not having my dad because my mom and my grandma took good care of me. Where I know a lot of friends that are really upset that they didn't have that extra person, which. Now, when I look back, I'm like, man, I wish I did. Because we'd be so much further if we actually had some guidance growing up. Mm -hmm. So the eternal change is that you got to forgive first. And this is probably, you got to forgive, like, whoever wasn't there for you. Because somebody somebody else's experience may not be mine. They may be holding on to this grudge. I didn't have my dad. I won't become anything. Like, I don't put my success on anybody else, uh, anybody else's. Like, I don't depend on nobody else for me to be successful. I'm going to go do it myself. So, one, I think being self-reliant, even if you're working, you still need to find a way to be self-reliant. Two, a thing that happened to me when I was trying to get my business started, I was asking my mom, go do, do my business license, go do this, and she didn't help me do nothing. So I think the second thing is is you got to go figure it out on your own in the process of finding mentors and stuff, but don't wait for somebody to do it for you it will never get done. Nobody's coming to save you. No one's coming to save you. And I think the other one, Don, is Donnie talked about it earlier, talking about it's my fault. You got to take responsibility of where you are and where you want to be and do everything in your power to make that change. Dad been in jail since I was two for committing murder, died there, got kicked out of high school, got kicked out of college, been fired from 10 jobs. All of those occurrences can't be somebody else's fault. <laughs> the dad one, maybe. The high school one, no. The college one, no. Ten, maybe a couple jobs, but ten. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, what's come on. wrong with you, son? Yeah. <laughs> so everything changed 15 years ago when I said, "Yo, I'm gonna become mentally unemployable. I'm gonna make this thing work." So you gotta switch that. Whatever you're going through is preparing you for where you're about to go, and you just gotta go all in. There's, there's somebody that is. They and I, w- I want to know like how you see this particular p- behavior pattern. They try something, mm-hmm. it gets a little tough. They stop, mm. and then they try something else. Like I'm talking about, like you don't even really give it a long time to see it through. There's so many people that just start, stop, start, stop, start, stop, start, stop, start, stop. Right? Mm-hmm. When you see a situation like that, where do you attribute to that? Where do you tr- attribute that to? Where's that coming from? Most times I see they got a backup plan. Meaning you got a job. You got a, a parent that's going to make sure you're good. You got a spouse that's going to make sure you're good. Like it's all you have a backup plan. So, you know, man, maybe I don't got to give too much to this because if it don't work, I know I'm going to get that check on Friday. If it, I didn't have no backup plan because I said in my mind I am mentally unemployable. Entrepreneurship must work or death for me. Those were my two mm. options. And I and I would not retreat. So when everything was going wrong, I didn't look at like my best year. My best year in business in two years was I think was $20 profit or $50. I didn't look at that like it was a bad thing, making not enough all of them because I knew it was a part of the plan. So I feel like a lot of people don't hit their target or their goals because you got too many backup plans. You know, if this don't work, you got plan B. It's like an actor or actress moving to L.A. If acting don't work, I'll, as soon as you set up in your mind, but it don't work. So for my situation, is different, but I think you got to remove your backup plan. That don't mean quitting, but you got to know, like, yo, this business is, is going, me being a business owner is going to work. This business may don't work, 
But being a business owner is going to work. And the second thing is I think you need to actually see what you're doing. Is it actually sustainable and does it have a future? Mm. I'm not going to recommend you go start a fruit truck right now. Will it work? Yes. But will it give you your dream life? I highly doubt it. Yeah. I wouldn't have started a fruit truck then if I'd known what I knew. I would just take my grandma every week to go get fresh fruit. And I've seen this look like a business that I'm smart enough to start. There's some people that go get 10, 20 trucks. And then they my, my, my mentor owns something called Produce Junction. They probably do 20, 30 million a year. He's Produce Junction? I remember they had one in Willingboro. Yeah, oh, wow. That's my mentor. Oh, he that's crazy. Got a plane. I'm talking about he up. He know nothing about online either. He's up, up. But I say all that to say that's very hard to go get to that level that he's at. So I think the biggest thing is you must make up in your mind that whatever you're doing, that it must work. But you got to actually make sure it's the right thing. But how do they determine that? So you're in the middle of it. And I see this this fruit truck and, and I have a farm. Yeah. I want I want to put fruit on a truck and sell it on the side you of the road or wherever, yeah. wherever we're selling it. How do I determine What's the fine line determination that says this is not sustainable or I have a plan B? Like what makes me say this isn't sustainable? You're a mentor now. Like I feel mm. like you need to start doing some. What I do that makes me start a lot of businesses is I just go find somebody who went before me and let them be my example. Like the fruit truck business, that was my example. A junk removal business when I started, I had another example. Mm -hmm. Make sure you are following an example of somebody that has some success in that industry and, and maybe multiple people and reach out to them. And is this something that if you was to start over in 2023, whatever year we in, is this something you would do right now? Mm -hmm. Do you think this is something I, I should pursue? Mm -hmm. And But then I think you should ask multiple people that because everybody got a different perspective. Mm-hmm on it you know what i mean like what is your goal is your goal is to make five thousand dollars a month this may work for you if your goal is to make ten thousand no this may don't work if you like if your goal is to start a podcast and become a millionaire tomorrow podcasting may not be the thing for you because it may take a year or two years or three how long you been podcasting forever forever how long that long 2018 right so four years but do you got four years to take young kid that met that yo i'm trying to make fast money what do i do like my advice to you is going to be a little different than right. You know, so I got five at... years. I'm trying to build wealth. It's a different. Mm -hmm. So I think sure. you got to really go seek You're out right. knowledge. You got to really go seek out knowledge. From yeah. others. And don't necessarily got to pay nobody. You could just go listen to podcasts, yeah. read articles. I think that's the struggle that many people are having right now. How do I know if I'm just giving up or if I'm really working on something that's just not sustainable? That's a good that's good. And Thank that's the conversation for our next episode. I'm going to write that down. Absolutely. And that's exactly where we're going to be. The difference between giving up and admitting that this is just not it. I have a strong belief that that is not going to be the conversation we have next time. <laughs> but we'll see. I got faith in you. Texting it to the group right now. <laughs> <laughs> Look, y'all, thank y'all for uh, for being in the audience. We got to uh, wrap up. But um, this is... This is amazing. This is like a roller coaster of stuff going yeah, on. And I crazy. feel like um, I need to face some of the abuse in my life in terms of like, I think I abuse myself and I have to face myself and identify why I'm doing this to myself. What like, you mean, why, why do I continue to put myself in harm's way to help other people? Or 
Um, I am. I, I was actually going to make a post. I am probably one of the most, one of the easiest people to take advantage of. Because on the server, I just trust everybody. I mean, it's just, I give you the benefit of the doubt up front. But that is a, that is me doing something to me, not somebody doing something to me. Makes sense. What so. is it about you, Shans? Because I've been telling you this for years. I was just telling, I think it was Ernestine yesterday that you're gullible. Golly. Yeah, why? <laughs> I can't like having a, a, a transparent moment about myself. Where, yeah, 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 you're right. You're gullible. I was right? like, yeah, no. I had to, me and EJ were talking and you came up and I'm like, yo, we got to protect our brother because sometimes he, he can be pretty gullible. Yeah. Um, what do I don't you think, think I'm gullible. Is? Shit. Give me an example of my gullibility. Gullibility. Your believability in everybody. You believe the good in everybody. And I love that about you. Yeah. I love that you see the good in everybody, but I've seen it backfire so many gullible, times. Let, what's the definition of gullible? Let's see. Okay. Um, hold on, because this is my next. Hey, what's up? You can come back to the back. Yeah, hold on. Let's look up gullible real quick. Yep. 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 Gullible. Uh, Easily, Kay is going to come get you. You going to do that on mic? Sorry, this is my next. Easily persuaded to believe something. So, an attempt to persuade a gullible public to spend their money. Well, you've done that to me. I guess I'm gullible too. Donnie, you need to you need to jump on this. You need to jump on this, Donnie. Invest in this, Donnie. Okay, we'll talk about that next week. (laughs) No, but you are you are slightly gullible, and I don't know if I'm gullible. You just heard I, me say tr- the I trust. I trust. Yes, I do trust people, but it's not like somebody can sell me a bridge. Somebody can sell you a bridge. No, they if, can't. If they can prove that bridges is what's popping and what's next, you're investing in the bridge. Does that make me gullible? Or yes. It just makes me an investor. I throw mad stuff at the wall. Listen, when it comes to an investment or something like that, I'm going to obviously do my best to kind of vet it, but. No. I lose some and I win some. Shans, you difference. got me involved in like three investments so far, Which and none of them, gullible. none of them were vetted. No, I trusted you, yeah. right? So I trust the you person. You said he zero for three. What? He's zero oh, for three right now. Here's the thing: I yeah. convinced her to podcast, and it worked out. And that so worked. it won't always work so you're out. One for but four we've then. we've had we've had a bunch of situations where we we've made way more money than we've lost. We don't know yet. <laughs> There's one last situation. This one situation is pretty yeah, major. But I can't control that. Okay. But uh, all right, man. Let's let's wrap this we thing up. We gotta get man. out of here. Yeah, uh, uh, Neo, Neo, close us out, man. Yeah. How, how what should someone do right now? <laughs> Take action right now. But really, right now, I think you gotta focus in 2023 on execution. Like everything. Like there's so much information going on out now. Out out here. You need to go get some and just execute on every single day. And my thing is, how can you become better by 1% every day? That's my goal. Like, how can I get better 1% every single day? And after the end of the year, you got 365%. You have just improved. But it's going to take you to be consistent. It's going to take you to get around the right people. As Donnie said, it's going to take you to have six, seven, and eight-figure conversations every day. And it's going to take you to got to really go all in and act as if this is your last year to live. Yeah. If you act like that, you're gonna be you're gonna be moving different. You're gonna be operating different. You're gonna be playing at a higher level. So right. that is my message for you guys. Um, stay tapped in. Every week we have a masterclass. Go to eventspacemasterclass.com, um, where we teach people just like you how to open and fund your own profitable event spaces, as well as 
We got an upcoming event uh, around event spaces, the PassiveIncomeConference.com, I think. And if they got a podcast, man. Yeah, Tell them about the pod, bro. Oh, yeah, I got a podcast. Yes, sir. Yeah, Circle Greatness, y'all. I believe we're on like episode 10 or 11. Um, mm-hmm. We're really to 100 and something, but for sure. We outside, y'all. So check out our podcast, Circle Greatness, on, on, on YouTube. We drop an episode every Tuesday at 9 a.m. We'd love for you guys to tap in. Now, to work with me, go to mastermindwithneil.com. Let's go. There it is, man. Make sure y'all follow my boy. We out.